Automation has existed for many years. It has become a word with too many definitions, be it technology-focused, process-orientated, or value-driven. As a result, automation can seem too complex and lead to uncertainty and confusion around where and how it should be deployed. It has been described as a paradigm shift, a huge opportunity to augment your delivery, your team members, your customers, and generate value across your business. Hello and welcome to episode two of Automation Station, a series of podcasts all about automation from Capgemini. I'm Brian Doherty, and when I hear paradigm shift, I think of revolutionary change involving organizational impact, big budgets, and even bigger risk. Here to put our minds at rest are two advocates for the paradigm shift. They are Jerome Thomas. Jerome is Capgemini's European Head of Industrialization, Automation and Innovation for Application Managed Services. He's been with the company for almost two decades and has extensive experience in business intelligence, transformation and solution deployment. Jerome. Thank you, Brian. I'm very pleased to be uh, with you today. Uh, Thanks for uh, having me and, and let me let me share uh, a few words uh, about the fact that in, in many years at Capgemini working with a variety of uh, clients, I've been struck by uh, all the revolutionary changes that automation uh, is bringing about. And I would mention mainly three of them. Automation has uh, somehow always existed. If you look at it by uh, leveraging scripting languages, for instance, in our design and development of IT activities, but what happened is that recently, what has triggered a big change is, uh, is the rise of solutions like robotic process automation, RPA, combined with uh, artificial intelligence. And this combo, if I may say, is, uh, is now enabling organizations to enhance their team members, automate their processes with bots, taking care of low-value and repetitive tasks, while freeing time to, to better take care of their customer, for instance. So, Yes, there is a revolutionary change which is happening currently. Adam Buyak is the CEO and founder of KYP.ai, a German-based transformation mining company that works with their customers to understand abstract processes and how to balance the associated people and technology dimensions. Prior to starting his own business, Adam was the global head of intelligent automation with Capgemini's business services team. Adam, nice that you can join us. It is a pleasure to be with you today. Thank you for having me, Brian. KYP.ai was indeed born out of the challenge uh, that we as founders faced in our professional lives, trying to give our customers fast data-driven recommendations to improve their operations. Of course, my previous role at Capgemini involved helping a huge number of customers with automation solutions of all imaginable flavors and complexities, but all too often, the root causes of their challenges were to be found in more everyday activities where they did not have visibility of how work gets done. That is to say how people, process and applications come together to really deliver real value before taking things to the next level with intelligent solutions. Now, this was why we took the step to found KYP which, in case you are wondering, stands for know your potential, know your people, or know your processes, depending on the functionality of our platform that you are using. Everyone has talked so far about KYC, knowing your customer, by bringing joint focus to people, process, and automation potential, we seek to enable the future of work with KYP. 
So let's start this podcast with addressing those fears of a paradigm shift triggered by automation. Is it really that? And if so, how do we ensure that it has the best possible outcome for a business? Jerome? Yeah, you know, in fact, changes are always coming with resistance and fears when it is triggered by the the rise of new technologies. We all observe that and for decades. Automation and artificial intelligence are making no exception to that. People may be frightened uh, of losing their job, of not being able to work with uh, these new cold bots. They may feel lost and, uh, and not supported. And, and to support this change, there is no magic. At least this is what I have observed for years now. It is all about communicating and explaining what's in it, how it will improve their daily activities and how it will help to grow their business. It's, it is all about making them actors for the adoption of automation. That's how you can manage this change. And Adam, you bring invaluable perspective to this conversation. Your company's website describes your mission to recommend what is realistic and prove the value of measuring it. I wonder if you could um, describe, first of all, the, the type of work you've undertaken and perhaps how it lived up to its business case expectations. With pleasure. As digital transformation mining can be applied to any transactional process, we have helped our customers and partners with a broad range of challenges. Some users are looking to hack their automation pipeline using our platform to identify immediate priorities for automation without distracting their staff from day-to-day activities. Others are seeking to enhance their operations after the turbulence of COVID disruption to manage in real time how their teams and distributed processes are performing and understand complex interactions as well as bottlenecks. Whatever the industry geography process or business function, we are able to deploy our technology remotely and present customers with first transparency and improvement recommendations in just five days. This is the speed of light compared to existing solutions. Let me give you a couple of specific examples to illustrate that. The largest food delivery platform in North America engaged KYP to review the automation potential of underperforming customer interaction centers. In this case, teams using online chat to resolve customer and delivery partner issues. They already had some specific projects and solutions in mind, but wanted validation of their direction of travel and a true data-driven baseline for comparison purposes. What they didn't expect was for us to identify that only 4% of their productive time was spent with customers in chat. Only 4% of the time on the key activity that they were there to do. So we highlighted significant waiting times in the process, idle time inefficiencies, and the automation potential around NLP and chatbots they were looking to understand. This was a revelation to the team and made them completely refocus their priorities. We seek to augment people, freeing them up to do what they do best. In this case, the customer interaction time. With over 4,000 individual systems, including green screen, custom apps, and other legacy systems, they had given up looking for a tool to give them a true end-to-end process and had set a two-year target to value stream map core processes the old-fashioned way. Because KYP captures work at the user machine interface, we were not dependent on connecting to backend logs. 
for all 4,000 systems. Our focused AI was able to rebuild the processes end-to-end in near real time and reduce the total length of their value stream mapping exercise from two years to just three months, as well as identifying all relevant automation opportunities. And a great result for a customer, I'm sure you will agree. Yeah, I, I, I certainly do agree. I mean, that, that's two good examples of, you know, of automation projects yielding some powerful results. But Jerome, if I can turn to you, I mean, throughout this podcast series, a consistent theme um, will be and has been scalability. This, it seems, continues to be a challenge for businesses. Recent Capgemini Research Institute data shows that, for example, retailers have deployed automation across just 21% of stores on average, and only 10% of automotive smart factories have mastered the core areas of automation to drive them to scale. I mean, is, is scalability or the the inability to do so shaping up to be a problem that won't go away? I would not say that it will be a problem that won't go away. We always find solutions to problems. What is true is that scalability is, is always the most challenging part of the adoption of any new technologies. And it does not mean, however, that it is not doable. From my own experience, deploying it within our own large organization within CAPGNI, scalability needs to be progressive. You cannot do that in one month. It takes time and it has to be both bottom-up to let people to uh, adopt it and, and become ambassadors themselves on of this automation, for instance, and also top-down to provide sponsorship, guidance. In a nutshell, I would say that it is a journey uh, which requires perseverance from all stakeholders, and that's definitely doable, uh, but it requires time. Adam, does that echo your findings when you're in conversation with your clients? Absolutely. I agree with Jérôme that scalability is undoubtedly a challenge for many. In our experience, the champions of scalability focus on three key areas. Number one, laying the foundations for automation, transparency with people, process, and technology dimensions analyzed and considered in parallel. The complete picture to support the bottom-up approach Jerome suggests. Traditionally, this has been a labor-intensive exercise requiring special skills and resources. Today, this can be to a large extent completed in a background, for example, using solutions like KYP. Number two, automating the right things. It is a fool's errand to implement complex solutions to solve the wrong problems. Use data to drive decisions and priorities. Here, we propose our process resource matrix, generating ROI-driven prioritization and letting you know where to go first. And number three, execution. Our technology provides a ready-made input for automation, shortening the business analyst effort and providing developers with live process insights rather than static PDF documentation. The best thing is that you do not need to disturb any employees' day-to-day execution of processes as you see everything in the recommender component of KYP platform, including the progress of your automation efforts. So to conclude, you need data-driven insights to identify the right things and move on quickly, relieving employees from unnecessary effort and sharpening the outcome of your digitally augmented workforce. So I, I want to talk, I mean, Adam, you mentioned employees there in the digitally augmented workforce. And Jerome, earlier you were talking about a, both a, a, a top-down and a bottom-up 
uh, approach. And I know, Jerome, you've coined um, the phrase automation fast tracker previously, and I'm going to quote from a blog of yours here. You say, let's be honest, chances to become an automation fast tracker will not come by themselves. You need to make automation everyone's call, onboarding everyone on your automation journey. That's quite a call to arms. Can you explain a little more about that? Yeah, sure, uh, Brian. So, yeah, indeed, as mentioned earlier about scalability, both a bottom-up and top-down approach is needed to become an automation fast tracker. And we need to become automation fast trackers because automation is there and uh, there, there is no no choice than to adopt it and to, to, to deploy within our operation, business, etc. And so automation is a journey wherein everyone needs to be onboarded. Everyone needs to understand it is everyone's goal. And it requires several kinds of changes uh, that, can, that, that we can summarize in, in, in what I call also the tree of changes. So let's look at the tree with three main branches. The first one is, is about uh, the management challenges. The way you manage any changes will be a key driver for success of adoption of uh, automation. Then there is a second branch, uh, which is the organization challenge. The current organization setup needs to be adapted to create uh, an enabling environment for automation adoption and deployment. And lastly, the the third branch, which is important uh, in this tree of changes, the people challenges that we may face. Uh, new roles and functions need to be integrated within the organization, become sustainable and become recognized by the, the, the organization. So if uh, you go through this tree of changes and manage them well, then you will become an automation fast tracker. Thanks, Jerome. Now we're, we're coming towards the end of the podcast, but before um, we reach that point, Maybe if I could ask each of you, if you were to offer one piece of advice to a business executive contemplating investment in automation technology and implementation, what would it be? Jerome, if we start with you. Yeah, well, I would say that technology, we master it. We are always able to uh, implement it, etc. And therefore, I would strongly recommend uh, him, this business executive, to consider the tree of changes I just mentioned before, because this is... This will be a key success factor to make automation adopted properly within the organization. And I would definitely invite him to, to read our LinkedIn series of free articles to, to discover what is important uh, to look at when it comes to the, the needed changes. And of course, this can be found on, uh, on my LinkedIn page. And I invite him to, to go and, and read it. And Adam? For me, it is uh, clearly knowing your potential. Your true potential, what your own specific data is telling you to prioritize, what people and application challenges you can also resolve to set your automation investment on the road to success. It is easy to follow noise, to see pain in the daily lives of your people and colleagues and want to resolve that as priority number one. But it is important to build that snapshot of your operations your organization and use unbiased facts to truly address the right problem areas and to maximize both ROI and your chances of success. Then you can engage the right combination of people, process and technology to execute the digitally augmented workforce ambition, taking, if required, an advantage from advice of automation experts like Capgemini and data insights from KYP to secure your success. 
we are ready to answer. Well, I think we've covered a lot of ground in the past few minutes, and I hope we've helped you to simplify your automation journey. Jerome Thomas from Capgemini and Adam Buyak from KYP.ai, I would like to thank you both for your time and participation in this podcast. Thank you. In the next episode of Automation Station, we'll be joined by leaders in business process automation when we look at how IT and process automation is helping to eliminate frictions impacting our clients, people, processes and technology, enabling them to implement a data-driven, augmented workforce that leads to a more frictionless enterprise. Automation Station was produced and edited by the Capgemini Social Content Studio, written and presented by me, Brian Doherty, with original music from Abishu Rakshit.